You're listening to Get Justice Podcast, where two activists talk tech, culture, and social justice issues. Our first episode. Happy first episode and happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month to you too. Did you die when you heard us on Spotify, our teaser episode? Because I did. Oh, I was really pumped to see our (laughs) teaser episode and everything finally come about. It was kind of surreal. Yeah. And now we're here and yeah, this is Get Justice Podcast. My name is Maya. I'm a user experience engineer and I'm an educator. I teach high school students the best group of sophomores, juniors, and seniors that you will ever meet. When I'm not with my students, I'm creating websites and doing my best to help the community and local businesses and nonprofits to reach their goals. Hey, I'm Jordan, the other half of Get Justice podcast. I am a mom of three kids. I am a jujitsu practitioner. So aside from my social justice, direct action work, um, you can find me always talking about (laughs) jujitsu. This last year with COVID has put a damper on my training, but I'm excited to get back into it soon. So you just kick people's butts all day? I mean, in theory. It, that's what I want. That's what I hope to be doing. That sounds cool. I want to come to a class with you. <laughs> yes, please. It's a great workout. It's great for self-defense. Definitely makes me feel safer. You know, like I can protect myself out there. Oh, that's good. In this crazy world. I work at a tech startup. It's a school teaching adult learners how to code. It's where we met. Yay. <laughs> Maya and I are co-workers. And working with Maya on this podcast and just... Uh, how we can, you know, provide more direct action to our community. So for today, we're going to talk about YouTube, Facebook, and their algorithms. Are they pushing people off the deep end with false information or what? What do you think, Jordan? I, oh, I use YouTube all the time. It's my main source of TV. And I think their recommendations are always pretty spot on. So I can only imagine if you search some like, weird, radical, flat earth, cute type of things. So I am not as big in YouTube as you are. But when I am on there, I feel like my algorithm is pretty, you know, pretty set. It's always showing me things, you know, of interest to me. I have never really felt like it's pushing me, you know, towards the fringe. However, I don't really look up very many conspiracy theories or like crazy things. You don't want to mess up your recommendations. I get it. (laughs) I don't. I stay pretty mainstream. However, I have heard a lot about this like, you know, radicalization through through their algorithm and their recommendations. And so it's definitely a topic I was really interested in and wanted to learn more about. Yeah, same, same. So here's the deal. This is what the news has been saying and what everyone has been saying that YouTube and their recommendations make people super radical or on the flip side, they intentionally hide radical information or what radical people like to call it the truth. And this radical could go both ways. This could be something as crazy as QAnon, the flat earth theories. I don't know, what do the Q people believe? The underground vultures, something about Hillary Clinton? (laughs) Uh, that the <laughs> Democrats and, you know, celebrities have some sort of sex trafficking ring and something about alien lasers. <laughs> so sex trafficking and alien lasers. Got it. Got it. Pizzagate. 
so also on the other flip side, people are saying that YouTube could pull people away from finding information about what's going on on the front lines. So if you were here last summer, I remember I was trying to find so much information about what's actually going on in Portland, what's going on in Louisville, and I had a really hard time. I don't know about you. Yeah, it was kind of shocking and alarming. I didn't realize just how little the mainstream media shows until I was, you know, on the streets and you know, experiencing what an actual protest was like and what was taking place. And then that's when I realized I needed to look for people who were, you know, there with me and on the on the front lines because I feel like the news kind of just shows up or pops off when when something big when happens, a fire. right? <laughs> like when someone's rioting, when some you know, fires are being started, glass is being broken, windows are being broken, places are being looted, but that's that's not really the majority of what a protest is. And even if it was, they're there the whole time. They just choose to only show the parts that get a reaction out of people, which is interesting. Yeah. But to actually find information to educate ourselves, that's what I have a hard time finding, like mm -hmm. information about who exactly to follow and learn from. Mm -hmm. So it, it's really interesting. So we, I, we did a little bit of research, but I guess before we dive into that, what is an algorithm? And how did these recommendations come about? An algorithm is a set of instructions designed to perform a specific task. And algorithms, they're often created as functions and these functions serve as small programs that can be referenced by a larger body. So basically what that means is like, if you have four legs and bark, then you are a dog. Or in terms of algorithms and recommendations, if you like Grey's Anatomy, then you'll probably like How to Get Away with Murder. I love that show. I love both of those shows. I don't watch either of those shows. Oh my goodness. I know. <laughs> okay, so what's your favorite show? If I had to say my favorite show i think schitt's creek probably okay who's your favorite artist um definitely rihanna okay okay so rihanna so if you like rihanna then next we will play beyonce yeah absolutely so algorithms that's as simple as they can get um they can also get way way more complex and i found something really interesting from a study by cornell university they found that YouTube will keep you in a bubble of comfort, but it won't try to put you deeper into whatever hole that you're in. So I kind of found that as like, YouTube wants to keep me in an echo chamber, but they don't want to drive me off the deep end. And you know what I kind of found interesting too, is when I was looking up information about algorithmic radicalization, I did find reports that said, you know, it's not necessarily a real thing. There's no scientific proof to it. It largely grew out of media reports. So the idea of algorithmic radicalization is something that the media formed and has never really been rigorously analyzed. And prior studies like this Cornell one say that they haven't been able to prove that YouTube's algorithm has any noticeable effect. So basically, it sounds like it's something that the media kind of made up to scare us. So I did do some research and I found that with looking at these super far right fringe conspiracies, YouTube will steer you more towards mainstream mm -hmm. right wing channels. And then also with that, if you're looking at right wing channels, YouTube will put you more towards right wing news and center news, centrist news. 
But I thought that this was really interesting. If you're looking at left-wing news, YouTube will keep you on the left wing and also to the center. But if you're looking at news that is center, YouTube will keep you looking at centrist news, but it'll also send you to center left news. And from my research, it didn't send you to center right, it just sent you to the left. And Ooh. I thought that was interesting. I don't know. That is interesting. I wonder why that is. <laughs> Probably because of, you know, civil and human rights and mm -hmm. a lot of right-wing people are, I don't know, misogynistic, racist, <laughs> sexist, you name it. All of those things? Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't uh, been able to tell by now, Maya and I definitely are not right-leaning. <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder if just YouTube does this. So no, they are not the only ones. When I was doing some research, I was, you know, so I was kind of shocked. I was under the belief that maybe people do fall down this rabbit hole of like, you know, super right wing, super conspiracy theory videos. Mm -hmm. um, because I wasn't sure how to, you know, understand on my own how people become so radicalized. When I was doing research and realized, no, that's not exactly true. YouTube isn't, uh, you know, sending people, you know, these super fringe, uh, very right-wing conspiracy videos. I wondered where they might be finding their information. And that is when I found some articles about Facebook. Facebook had done a study in 2018 and they, you know, did a presentation on their study that found that their algorithms exploit the human brain's attraction for divisiveness. Are you serious? Swear to God. What? So they are showing people oh gosh. the, you know, what they think will divide instead of bring together, which of course is going to be, you know, very polarizing articles and Facebook groups and things that you can join. And actually they warned if left unchecked, they would feed users more and more divisive content in an effort to gain user attention wow. and increase time on the platform. Wow. Increase time. Okay, so I could totally see that because your Facebook groups, right? I'm in a cool group about roller skating and I love that group. Mm -hmm. I'm in groups. I'm in mom groups. I'm in jujitsu groups. We're oh, in a man. podcast group. Yeah, and I bet during the pandemic too, does that make people even more susceptible to their computer? Yeah, duh. Absolutely. Like, oof. And when, you know, when I was looking at, okay, so what causes people to become radicalized? One of them was, or, you know, a couple of the reasons were they become isolated. And we know... We have a lot of that. We know right now during the pandemic, people have become very isolated. They can't go to work. They can't visit their families. They lost their jobs, whatever it might be. And so they turn to their computers. And when you are suggested these really radicalized or really extreme Facebook groups, those are the people you're talking to. So it's not necessarily videos you're yeah. watching on YouTube, but it's the actual, you know, it's real life people that you're communicating with in these groups who are just like feeding on each other. And it's groups of thousands of people. Mm -hmm. So it's like if thousands of people are saying this, it can't be wrong. Newsflash, it is. Right. <laughs> But ugh. if you're still listening and you believe in these conspiracies, come on now. <laughs> We're judging. Don't. Stop it. <laughs> Is Facebook even doing anything about this? Well, I know they have been recently after the insurrection. Yes. After people started getting hurt, they decided to crack down. Too little, too late, though, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah. way too little, way too late. <laughs> so let me ask you this, Jordan. 
Have you or do you know anyone that's kind of fallen into these cue traps? If I do, they don't come forward with that information. So no, I don't think so. I, I do know some people who believe conspiracy theories. I don't know if they are so diehard, you know, super diehard into them, but I do know people who question everything and yeah, could possibly. So I wonder if it's like, do you just kind of, do people just kind of take a crumb? Like, ooh, the election and Hillary Clinton. Ooh, here's another crumb about, I don't know, something else being rigged. Mm-hmm. Ooh, here's the Russia hoax. Ooh, space lasers. <laughs> Is that how it goes? <laughs> Space lasers. <laughs> Ooh, Pizzagate. Yeah. Like, what? No, that is so wild. Like, I... Huh. I've seen one friend on my Facebook. He's no longer on my Facebook. Mm-hmm. But I did see throughout this year just him going deeper and deeper and just wilder and wilder with his posts. And I don't know. Like, is there anyone to just step in and be like, yo, this is nuts. But again, I guess not with this isolation, huh? When you start becoming so invested in that stuff and you start losing your friends and your family, I wonder what makes them... Because they have a thousand other friends and family online. Yeah, they've made new (laughs) friends and family. I guess you're right. On the flip side, though, like I said, I'm in a skating group. You're in a mom's group. What other kind of groups are there? I, I feel like I've found a lot of really great community during this time of isolation, even though I can't see them physically. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely doing a lot of good. But this camaraderie doesn't kill people. Right. <laughs> kind of going back to what you were saying about the algorithms trying to pull you back into the mainstream. And so we're seeing a lot of mainstream media. I went out and searched for like people on the front lines to follow and that's kind of the community i made especially after you know we were on the streets and we were protesting and things that community gives you gives me information about what's happening in the movement and like you said it's not we're not killing people so basically with these algorithms and radicalization speaking to youtube specifically It doesn't appear to us that YouTube tries to radicalize people. They try to pull people out and steer them towards more mainstream sources. Facebook, on the other hand, is a different story. There was a presentation in 2016 that said 64% of all extremist group joins are due to their recommendation tools and that most of the activity came from the platforms groups you should join and discover algorithms. So they really are more concerned about time on site than um, keeping people from falling into any sort of like extremist trap. It's about the money. Thanks, Zuck. Zuck sucks. (laughs) So. (laughs) Fuck you, Zuck. I'm gonna keep that in. (laughs) Zuck sucks. So this was a lot of fun to research and chat about with you. I can't wait to do it again. Oh yeah, I loved it too. First podcast Yay. in the books. In the books. Y'all, we were so nervous about this. We had to rip the band-aid off. We definitely want to keep this going and do more podcasts. So we'd love to hear from you. Do you think YouTube recommendations are helpful or harmful? What online foolishness have you encountered thanks to these algorithm recommendations? And has Facebook helped you find a community of support that you actually love? Let's talk about it. We would also love to know what you all want to hear about. 
go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Get Justice and send us a message there of any topics that you'd like to hear about. Or you can send us an email to hello at getjusticepodcast.com. You're listening to Get Justice Podcast, where two activists talk tech, culture, and social justice issues.